welcome to the frustration-induced Best of the Left podcast with clips today from President Bush and um, just me. Just give me a chance. Just give me a chance on this one. I promise. It's not long. Okay, this is not your normal Best of the Left podcast. I apologize. I did not have time to produce an episode of the Best of the Left today because I had another project I had to work on. And so you're actually going to get to hear that instead. This is very important to me. Um, you know, you'll get the gist of, of what's going on in, in a minute. But it, I don't know. Have you guys heard this whole, uh, you know, Bush referred to Iraq or the Iraq war as a comma quote? See, I mean, my problem is I uh, like you, like you heard. I went I went on vacation. I was gone for a week. I fell way behind on my podcast, and so just over the last two days, I've been catching up on the Young Turks, and uh, so I was like, I don't know, six days behind or something ridiculous like that. So just yesterday on Tuesday um, was the first day I had heard anything about this at all. I had no idea that there was any controversy of any kind, you know, had no idea Bush had said this, and didn't know what the quote was, nothing. I heard about it yesterday, and I heard the Young Turks talking about it, and they misinterpreted it so badly that, I mean, that sort of thing just irritates me to no end. And like, and it's no one's fault. It's just, it's just miscommunication. It's just a misunderstanding. But this feeling of powerlessness when I can't, you know, I, I'm listening on a podcast. I can't call the show. I can't, you know, I don't have like their office number on speed dial. Like I, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't contact them. So tonight I had to put together uh, an audio comment because I, I couldn't even put it in an email. I was afraid that if I wrote an email, that my email would be misinterpreted or, you know, somehow misunderstood. So I said, screw that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to make a short little comment and, and email it to them and you can, they can listen to me. So what you're going to get to hear is a little thing that I produced for them about this quote, because I'm the only person in the world who knows what they're talking about when it comes to this quote. Every single liberal blog has got it wrong. Absolutely wrong. And it doesn't benefit us at all for me to talk about, you know, how Bush isn't as bad as people are saying he is. But I can't not do it. So, um, I mean, as you hear, uh, I, I mentioned just very briefly that I was the victim of miscommunication recently and this is a very sensitive subject for me. So um, so this is what I did tonight instead of making a show for you guys. And uh, hopefully this will suffice at least uh, to some extent. And, uh, and I will be back tomorrow with, with an actual show. Take you out.
Hey Young Turks, this is Jay from the Best of the Left podcast, and I say that only as a way to, uh, well, prove as much as possible that my lefty credentials are very well intact and very well documented, and, uh, but I have to not only completely disagree with you and every single liberal blog or posting I've been able to find on the internet, but in doing so, defend the president. So believe me, I'm with you guys on every issue. This is the worst president we've ever had. He's dumb as a box of rocks, but he's been completely misinterpreted with this ridiculous, the Iraq war is nothing more than a comma comment that every single person I've seen has taken so far out of context that I'm embarrassed and appalled at it and I just I have to set the record straight I've never felt uh, that it was so necessary for me to respond to something like this and I'm sending you the audio comment because I I, to get my point in I think it would take uh, pages of of email to to get my point across so here here's the audio please Listen to this. Try to go back to when you had an open mind about it. Don't think about anything you've ever heard about it. Don't take it out of context. Don't wait for the comment. Listen to the whole thing. Listen to all of the context. Pick up the context clues, and we'll talk about it on the other side. But there's also an unbelievable will and resiliency by the Iraqi people. Twelve million people voted last December. Admittedly, it seems like a decade ago. Uh, I like to tell people when hit the final history is written on Iran, Iraq, it'll look like just a comma. Uh, because um, there's, my point is there's a strong will for democracy. These people want a unity government. The unity government's functioning. I'm impressed by President Maliki. Okay, so Jenkins Jill, first of all, let me remind you that when you guys first heard this clip, you could not fathom what in the world he was talking about. You, I mean, your reaction was essentially... I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And you were right on the money. He structured his sentence so badly that it made it practically incomprehensible and, and easy to misinterpret. But if he was actually referring to Iraq and the war in Iraq being a comma, that would make so much less sense than what he was actually talking about. That, uh, I mean, it, it it would be well. It would be exactly what Ben was saying. The worst comment he's ever made. I, I'm I'm with you on that. Ben's reaction was right on the money for for what Ben what you thought he was saying. You're absolutely right for your reaction. But let's go through. He's talking about the elections from start to finish in this whole quote. He starts out saying 12 million people voted in December, although it seems like a decade ago. What I like to tell people about these elections, I think, is what he's saying. What I like to tell people is when the final history is written on Iraq, it, that's the, the point of confusion, it, I think referring to those elections that he's been talking about, will look like just a comma in the big scheme of things. That's what he's saying. He's talking about the elections. He's talking about how the elections seemed like they were a long time ago, but he's talking about how important those elections were in his mind. 
and he's saying that when the history of Iraq is written, not not the war on Iraq, but the building of the democracy in Iraq, it's what he's saying. I don't agree, and you know that that's a different debate. But when the history of Iraq is written, those elections will be nothing more than a comma in the big scheme of things, you know, cradle of life to nuclear holocaust 2009, beginning to end, history of Iraq. He's trying to build their democracy, and when the time comes, as important as they seem now and as, as important as he says they are, they will be nothing more than a comma. Twelve million people voted last December. Admittedly, it seems like a decade ago. Uh, I like to tell people when hit the final history is written on Iran, Iraq, it'll look like just a comma. Uh, because um, there's, my point is there's a strong will for democracy. These people want a unity government. The unity government's functioning. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, think about it. Talk about it. Figure it out. But, you know, remember, it brings me no pleasure to defend the president, but as a person who has actually very recently been a ridiculous victim of, uh, of miscommunication, misinterpretation, and, and other such things, this is such a sensitive topic for me that I could not refrain from speaking up about it in whatever way I have available to me. So I have never been more sure that I was right about something, then I am sure that I'm right about this. The good news is there is a liberal echo chamber because if you type in Bush, comma, Iraq, you come up with nothing but blog after blog after blog talking about how terrible Bush is for this, uh, you know, horribly insensitive comment. As well, those people should be writing those blogs if that is what he was intending. But I don't know where it started. You know, Ben read the article in Editor and Publisher. And, you know, maybe that was the seed of, of where he got his idea. But I'm telling you, every person is wrong about this but me. That's what it comes down to. So uh, I hope this helps. Hope it clarifies. Uh, I hope I don't sound like a crazy person. Um, if I do, just don't tell me because I feel like the world has gone mad uh, dealing with this. So anyways, thanks again, guys. Peace out. Okay, so I'm back in real time. And, you know, I hope that that made sense to you as much as it makes to me. Uh, I, I'm not kidding. Everybody got that wrong. I mean, like immediately Jack Cafferty uh, Jack Cafferty on MSNBC was talking about this and uh, and and made a big deal about it. And, I mean, just dead freaking wrong. I, I, I couldn't find, I mean, just Googling it, I didn't see a single person who was trying to pipe up to, like, defend it at all. So, or, or, or you know, refute what everyone else is saying. So, I mean, I'm just so, I'm so frustrated. The, these last... Uh, I mean, like these, this last, I'm going to say like a month and a half for me personally has been fraught with miscommunications like that. And they're awful. And I mean, so what the Young Turks didn't really need to talk about or didn't need to hear about, I'll tell you. The incident started just about a month ago with, with one of the members of, uh, of PPN. 
and uh, and it started so simply, you know, just you know, emails getting sent back and forth that just were not being read properly. Just kind of just tiny things, but that just changed the way the conversation would go. Where you know, I just felt constantly like no matter how you know how detailed I wrote the letter, how uh, how much I explained my point of view, no matter what I was trying to say, you know, either either one point or several points of my email would be responded to in a way that it was it was just clear that my point was not coming across. And so, you know, and this went on and like it was kind of a constant thing where, you know, I think where if there was one misinterpretation, then it would lead to others. You know, if you start with a faulty premise, then it leads you to faulty conclusions. And so in a, in a back and forth ongoing conversation, if you got this idea in the back of your mind, um, you know, whatever that idea is, if it's just a little off from what reality is, and you kind of see what's happening through that lens of, of your, uh, you know, your original perception, then everything is off from, from then on, everything is going to be skewed. And that's what I felt like was happening. So we were having this conversation about, you know, one of the aspects of, of how to run the network. And I just wasn't, I wasn't being heard, you know, not because they weren't listening, just because I, like my point wasn't, it wasn't getting to, to the receiver in the way I intended. And so I started getting frustrated and so my frustration would kind of, it would come across in these emails, which naturally would, it, it frustrated the other person on the receiving end, you know, because they didn't know that they were misinterpreting what I was saying. So it kind of snowballed. And, and so this kind of built and built. And then finally, I, you know, I just, I backed off. I, I kind of dropped I dropped that conversation and I, I kind of dropped all conversations because I, I was so frustrated with being misinterpreted. I just kind of, I took a step back from everything. And so now, you know, like it's all these kind of internal politics stuff going on at the network. And so we were just trying to figure out like how to, you know, there's, there's an issue. Um, and we're just trying to either solve, solve the problem that we had. And there were two solutions one was to just discard the problem, completely get rid of it, or try to fix it. And it had directly to do with me. And so my reaction was, well, let's try to fix it. And if it's not fixable, then I'll be sad, but we'll get rid of it, and, and that's okay. But I think a lot based on this previous conversation where I felt like I wasn't being heard properly, this new problem took on a different life of its own. And it escalated, you know, so far so quickly that it just, it, I mean, it completely blew up in everybody's face, I think. And um, so, I mean, I guess, long story short, we had quite a bit of a, a falling out and, um, it kind of turned into one of those, uh, you know, you're fired. No, you can't fire me. I quit sort of situations. 
And, uh, and the end result is I'm no longer a member of the Progressive Podcast Network. And I mean, if you've been listening for a long time, you know, I mean, we've been doing that for a long time. It, it's been a, a very, very long standing project. And I was, I mean, I was integral in, in the founding of the network. And now I'm not a part of it. And I 100% blame this miscommunication. I mean, like, kind of my point of view is I, uh, I know that I have huge downfalls when it comes to communication because I just don't like to write emails that much. I don't like to, to do that. But when I do, I try to be, you know, so deliberate in what I say. And when I'm not understood, it, I mean, it frustrates me to no end. So, um, I mean, it, that's a terrible ending to a ridiculous scenario all built on miscommunication confusion frustration resentment anger emotional lashing out i mean like it built like that that quickly i mean like within i mean it built slowly for like a month and then like a like a flash in you know a week or four days it escalated and ended. I mean, so it's baffling to me. The end result now is that uh, the Best of the Left community, which is going very well, by the way, has uh, its own new home. So um, the forum is no longer located at uh, newmediarevolution.org, uh, the uh, New Media Revolutionaries Forum. It is now just at uh, BOTL Community. Dot com and it's a totally new forum totally new server it's all independent it's all best of the left all the time so i encourage you to go join up i mean be a member of the community be a part of uh, making this show work but now i mean it's it, it is it's the forum it's, it's our forum we finally have our own forum kind of i've always wanted one and that and i th- i kind of had one for a while but now now we really have one so i'm actually excited about it and uh so you can check out uh how things are going over there it it looks very vanilla at the moment uh, right out of the box a uh, brand new forum um haven't even uh haven't even cleaned up the wrapping paper yet but uh but it's gonna it's gonna look snazzy by the end and uh, and i encourage everyone to come and check it out and just get in some fun uh, political conversations or uh, or anything else you like. So that's going very well. And um, and Podcast Alley is actually going very well. The, the last time I asked for votes at Podcast Alley was several months ago, and the best ranking I got was about 75, which I was happy with. And, uh, and just today I was looking, and the best I've seen is about 37, ranked 37. So um, what, what did I tell you guys? What did I say? Every vote counts makes a huge difference go out vote at podcast alley and uh and it's helping the show immensely so um i know you guys hate when i actually try to pretend like i'm a talk show host so i'm gonna get out of here uh, we're right at about 20 minutes and um and we'll call it a day thanks thanks for uh, putting up with me for this uh funky show and i will talk to you again tomorrow but not very much because i've got a real show coming up have a good one everybody Blind blinds now black and white
look upon a picture that wasn't right. Pitch burning on a shining sheet. The only maker that you want to meet. A dying man in a living room. Whose shadow bases the floor. Who'll take you out in the 